0: Hey, you're about to listen to Trekoff, but before you do, I wanted to let you know that there is another podcast called Totally Super, where we review every superhero movie ever made. It's me and my buddy, Arthur. We go through the Batman movies, the X-Men movies, the Avengers movies, movies like The Crow and Dr. Horrible, and more. So please, while you're listening to this, hop over to wherever you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to Totally Super. Okay, here's Trekoff. It's time for Trek Off! Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And ladies and gentlemen, today we have a special guest, um, someone who has not been with us for like a couple of years. But I want to officially announce right now on Trek Off that this episode is brought to you by whipped cream vodka.
1: (laughs) Oh, that explains so much. You,
0: you and I have been talking for like <laughs> 10 minutes prior to the episode and I've been like sitting on this. I've been like wanting to say it and I was like, no, I'm not going to wait till the episode starts to so let everyone know that this episode <laughs> is brought to you. By whipped cream vodka. Anyone who started listening in the last three years is like going, what? What? Yeah. I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I have no uh, idea. I don't understand.
1: <laughs> we were so young then. You know what I mean? We like, super, I, I don't drink now. We are so young
0: man. Like, acid reflux. I don't know. Were we even allowed to drink bad. back then? No. Was vodka even on the on the menu yeah, all the way don't. back then? We were definitely allowed um, to drink back then. We're yeah. Still, this, is, this is Trek Hopin. We're up and really I, I old now, to, dude.
1: Like, we're like old, old. I, I, you know? I want
0: to in all seriousness- uh, welcome everybody to uh, part 73 of our 126 uh, part review of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you really, really thought really there go- wasn't
1: any more that could be said about the movie you were clearly wrong because um, i'm
0: i'm i i i am very happy to see that you're you're all here today uh today i want to talk about uh leia's hairstyle that's all i want to talk <laughs> about today it says about. Leia's ha- so style. um so we uh we are probably the next time we record going to be talking about picard because it's it it's, airs it's, in it's, a, it's a coming. Uh, and that will likely be the last episode we do in the month of uh of January. Uh, so um I want to uh say to you, my dear Alexia, and to our fans, to all of you, to the thousands that we see download the show every every month. Um, I want to say to everybody, thank you for joining us for our ninth year of Trek Off. Oh my god, it's and been that long. Starting starting February third is the beginning. Of the 10th year of Trek Off, which wow. began um, on uh, on February 3rd, or first episode of February 2nd, 2011 is when we started. So uh, 2020 shit. is our 10th year. Which will culminate on February 2nd, 2021, which will be 10 years of Trek off, um, on February of 2021. So uh, we're coming to the end of the ninth year and uh, the episode after next will be the one where we start the 10th year of this show. Um, so That's I can't crazy. believe it. It's nuts. It's crazy, right? Yeah. It's nuts that we're still doing it. Why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Because
1: we love we've, each other we, and we love Star Trek. Literally, we've lost so much money. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: We made a move. We well, that's a movie how much once. we love each other as a Star Trek. It was a, it was a, it was a huge hit. <laughs> I'm so glad that movie exists. I'm so glad that, that, that exists. As a, I am as a too. Concept.
1: And I had so much fun that, doing it, that, you know, no,
0: that only we will ever see. So, um, no, there's been so
1: random people that have seen it. I think <laughs>
0: uh, there's somewhere, somewhere. Um, I, I, some of them left reviews. I didn't like those reviews. Um, today, <laughs> we are, <laughs> this episode brought to you by whipped cream. Flag. Have I brought that up yet? Um, have
1: <laughs> I mentioned yet uh, that, just yes, it is uh, three sheets to um, win.
0: <laughs> yeah, um I uh so uh to wrap up uh, Star Wars uh it has crossed the 1 billion dollar mark uh making uh 1.03 billion dollars. Uh sorry haters. Sorry. Um did it make as much as the last Jedi, No, but I follow what I always call um it's it's what I call like uh, Austin Power rules. Um, you certainly can can say that they're the rules as they apply to you know superhero movies, blah, 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 blah. The reason that Spider-Man Far From Home made so much money wasn't that it was good or bad. It was good. I really liked it. But it wasn't that it was so good or bad. It's because it followed Avengers Endgame, which made all the money in the world.
1: And so the next one makes a, t- makes a ton of money.
0: So in the, in the same vein, I don't blame Solo for Solo's low box office. Everybody was sort of pissed off At the Last Jedi, or even if they liked the Last Jedi, they were pissed off at talking to people who didn't like it and worrying about Star Wars. So the fact that we jumped from the from Solo making like three hundred million back up to the billion dollar mark shows that Star Wars, you know, like it or not, is is, remains a force to be reckoned with. A force to be reckoned with.
1: (laughs) Um, That's all you did there. You um, know what's? I mean, it it, it is. It is. It's a. It's definitely a part of. Uh, the tapestry of pop culture. Um, it's the kind of like um, I've actually recently been watching uh, AJ and the Queen on Netflix, okay. which is a Netflix original, um, and it's adorable. I love it. I love everything about it. Um, and it's it's RuPaul and uh, uh, this little this uh, this young child, um, and there's like clips, and one of the clips, the, the kid is we you know before you know she goes on to do her show she says something about diana ross and the kid's are like who's diana ross and she's like how dare you it's so amazing um but then of course there's later spoiler alert i'm gonna spoil a tiny bit of dialogue from a show that you may or may not be watching um but at some point <laughs> uh, ruby red is the name of the character the queen she she goes what what is star wars and the kids were like, how dare you? <laughs> it was amazing. And it made me think of well, you I, immediately.
0: <laughs> I was like Well, you know, you never know what's gonna stand the test of time, right? Because in the midst of of the heyday of something, it seems like it's gonna be huge and last forever. I, I look at Michael Jackson. When Michael Jackson was in his heyday, he was whispered in the same like the same breath as the Beatles. Like, oh, it's like the Beatles, Elvis, Michael Jackson. And here's the deal. Nobody talks about Elvis anymore. And nobody talks about Michael Jackson anymore. But the Beatles keep going strong. And you go, oh, it's not Elvis, the Beatles, and Michael Jackson. It's the Beatles, Mozart, and Beethoven. You realize that, You realize that oh, the Beatles are still going to be talked about 200 years from now. And you realize that. And I think as time goes on... I think that you go, you know, when The Matrix came out, and The Matrix came out, you know, the same summer as Star Wars episode 1, and it was easy to see that summer you go, "Oh my gosh, Star Wars episode 1 like, eh" Like people, they didn't dig it. And it was, no. yeah, it was the biggest movie of the year, but it was, you know, it was th- bad. there was fallout from it. And, and episode two did worse. And episode three, you know, you rebounded a little, but, you know, they never touched episode one. Why? Because episode, not because episode one was worse, but because episode one was riding on the back of the original trilogy. Yep. And then everything else was riding on the back of that. And so you have the law of diminishing returns as opposed to expanding returns. And so- and so at the time they're like Matrix is the new Star Wars and guess what no it's not guess what it doesn't matter you know Star Wars will be good it will be bad there will be great films there will be films that are very divisive like both Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi there will be films that are that are reviled like Star Wars Episode 2 star films that people you know we can also I guess call Star Wars Episode 3 we can put it right up there with the the new trilogy films especially the last two in that there are strong contingents of people who both like and hate episode three um you know there. but the fact is that star wars much like the james bond films they're just it's just It's. it's here to stay and the idea that star wars was out for the count because solo didn't do well or because the audience didn't dig what last jedi, jedi was doing or that the critics didn't dig what rise, rise of skywalker is doing i think is 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 short-sighted. I think that that the fact. Is,
1: yeah, I think as a I, as a franchise, certainly, like to 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 think that that it's not gonna endure. Um, yeah, I, I, I it it feels like not just. Because of what it's been in our lifetimes, but like I, I mean, it feels legitimately like it's here. I mean, like you have the age-old, you know, question of Star Trek versus Star Wars, and I don't think that's you know an accident. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're both here to stay. You know what I mean? They're both something you're always. It's always going to be part of the I don't know the lexicon of of movies of
0: I can I be honest with you and I have a Star Trek podcast so so it's gonna be weird to hear me say this oh I know you like Star Wars better no I I don't necessarily that's not necessarily true I (laughs) have I've invested way more time in Star Trek than I have in Star Wars um uh, I would say that I am not as sure about the longevity uh, longevity of Star Trek because I think that oh what that's Star Wars insanity. So well, hear me out. Hear me out. I think what Star Wars has done so cleverly is it has it has marketed itself both to adults and to the next generation of children. And you know, I think that as important as the Star Wars movies are to you and me. Um, I think the fact that you know my eight year old literally today was putting together Star Wars Legos and watching the Star Wars Lego cartoons, um, I think is is means that my eight my you know my middle schooler is into Star Trek, but that's because he's into all that kind of nerdy stuff. But all the kids are into Star Wars right now because Star Wars successfully. Has marketed to the next well, generation. The re- and the reality
1: did- is this: that whatever else you may say, you can as an adult find nuance and interesting, you know, story and whatnot, um, and moral implications and things to discuss as, as we have and as people do. Um, but for a kid, um, they're just like they're not doing that part. And I think well, it's that not that's just that, though. I think and I, I think that's I think the, that's the sort of difference, right? Like in Star Wars was, is, probably always will be to some extent, just a kind of a joyride in space, whereas Star Trek um is meant to make you think. And I think that that's just all I think it does is 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 raise the um the I don't know, the, the level of awareness to a to a, you know, slightly older age. So, that's well, all I yes think. Yes and does. no. Here's
0: here's where I think that Star Trek or not really Star Trek but the you know, CBS or Viacom or Paramount, whoever's owned Star Trek over the years, I think this is where Star Trek has failed, is that to us, Star Trek was available because it was on TV, it was on reruns, and there weren't a lot of choices. So the fact that, you know, you, you kids got into Star Trek because there was a space show available at 5 p.m. on Channel 13 or on Channel 27 or whatever, you know what I mean, or, or Channel 20. And, and so you watch a space show. Ooh, cool space show. And then it sucks you in because the characters are good and the stories are good and everything. But it's, it has a, this, there was no barrier to entry. It was like the only thing on. Your cartoons just went off the air. There are no more cartoons. At, at, you know, the last one aired at 4.30. Now it's 5. What are you going to watch? You flip around news, news, PBS, reruns of sitcoms from the 70s. Oh, hey, look at this space show. And so you watch like four or five of them. And you're like, geez, I, I think I really like these characters, actually. I think I'm really, and I've kind of, this last one, you know, the it's, the, the, the one before was kind of silly, it had and Abraham Lincoln, or the, the one before was a little weird, but this last one had this thing with this white face and this black face, and that really makes me think about what people are really talking. There's more to this. And then Next Gen comes out right at the same time, and they were so smart that that was syndicated. Suddenly that was like from the first season, That it, see, didn't it seem like Next Gen was in reruns like immediately?
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, it see, did. It definitely like, in
0: really the 80s. So like there were reruns of next gen before next gen came out. Like, it
1: was just like, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, so like, you could find, you could find next gen. Like it, you certainly it had, this is when it airs, but then it, it definitely, cause they did this a lot back in the day. Um, because it wasn't like now where there's like, you know, you're always talking about this, just the, there's so much content and it's good content that is vying for your attention. And that was not so at the time. And 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 that being the case, what happened was, and if you were like me, um, you know, go who you know be going downstairs at like the middle of the night, um, when your parents went to bed or whatever, <laughs> you're like still up. Uh, they USA up all night. No, I I did. I used to watch USA up all night. Um, with Elvira or and the Gil- then with Gilbert Or Godfrey. or
0: or, or um, USA
1: up all night. Yes. Yes. Um and they would do this thing where they basically they'd have their programming block like for the day and then they would just like hit repeat and it was just like better than i mean you've already got you already showed the content sure But it's better than back, way back in the day when all it did was like, "Please stand by" or like, "Fuzz," like you had nothing. There was just nothing happening.
0: We didn't motherfucking have cable in my house, where, Mm. where at least where I was when I was in middle school, we didn't have cable. We had oh my god, the local channels. You
1: poor thing. So,
0: so, so, but that's the thing, though. In this is in this is in Williamsburg, and I think it was Channel Twenty Seven, five p.m. Here's Star Trek. Um, I even figured out where Freddy's Nightmares was on, too, which was awesome. Nice. Um, I think it was in Channel 50. Um, (laughs) And then then here in DC, Star Trek was on Channel 20 and on Channel 50 at different times. So, like, it was super, like, just super available. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't a lot else. I mean, the fact is, right now, if I decided I'm never going to watch Star Trek for the rest of my life... I could go the rest of my life and watch a ton of awesome, awesome shit that is available to watch. So the idea that I'm gonna go back and watch the old stuff, stuff from 20 years ago, like the only thing that makes you watch stuff from 20 years ago is if you've reinvested in new stuff that comes out now. Because you know, if you're if you're 14 years old and you know, and now all the Star Trek's on CBS All Access, which frankly the kids aren't watching, that's a grown up that's a grown up channel. If the parents aren't going, hey, here's Star Trek you know the the kelvin movies are the you know star trek beyond is already 5 years in the past so everybody who is starting middle school when that came out is in college now and has stranger things and everything else in the world has exploded since then like it's like it's hard because I wonder if Star Trek's going to still be around in forty years because they don't have the market permutation of the kids now. My understanding of the plan for what CBS All Access is doing, and we're going to talk about this when we talk about short treks today, is they're starting to go. Okay, we have to have something. That is both absolutely Star Trek and is also absolutely for the kids. And I think you might, you and I might disagree with the quality of that, but at the very least, before we start anything, because we're going to talk about two animated episodes of Star Trek, and we can talk about whether we loved them or hated them, mm-hmm. but I want to applaud the idea.
1: Oh, I definitely uh, am in favor of the idea to be clear. I'm
0: And I would say, you know, I didn't watch Star Trek growing up. I was aware of it, but I think I would occasionally watch an animated series episode cuz if there's nothing, no other cartoon online or, or not online, listen to me, on TV <laughs>
1: um,
0: then then at least that would be around. Well, and, but, that, I mean, and now the, car- Disney- the
1: cartoons were fucking good, dude. The the
0: cartoon was great. They're well well written but poorly made. And that's the that's the thing is that now it's, you know, now with the advent of Disney Plus, it's going to be really hard to get kids to watch anything else. Since Disney Plus came out, it's all my eight-year-old is ever watching. Now, that's a good thing in something. You know what my eight-year-old spent this morning watching? Watched three episodes one from the moment he woke up. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? You're going to cream your pants. Here we go. <laughs> Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Nice. And he loves it. He lo- He thinks that Firestar and Iceman are cooler than Spider-Man now. Um and it's cool cuz every episode has some guest star it's and it's from the 80s this is what i watched mhm um it holds but up, how does man. cbs all access how does cbs all access fucking like compete so, yeah like I they think just don't
1: have i mean but let's be clear disney has always been the go-to for kids
0: no it has not and this is my argument and i hope that you fucking brass this episode brought to you by whipped cream vodka i hope that you fucking brass at cb realize that as far as i checked last viacom owns nickelodeon now, if you want a brand, a streaming service, because I love Star Trek, so I, I'm paying for fucking CBS All Access. I'm paying, and I don't even cancel it because I'll watch Colbert sometimes, and I'll pay my seven bucks a month. But motherfucker, you want to get people on board and go, hey, CBS All Access is going to include all the old CBS movies, a bunch of Paramount movies, and by the way, everything Nickelodeon ever put out. Boom. And here's some new Nickelodeon branded shows. And one of them is a Star Trek show that's in canon, but also toward kids like the Star Wars Resistance show was in the, or like Clone or like uh, Rebels was. And and you go, Yeah, hey, you're right. That's a, w-
1: I mean, that is a very good idea. But like, be clear, Nickelodeon was never as big as Disney. It just wasn't. But it is absolutely like. Being second to just Disney is not a bad thing. You know what I mean? It, I certainly watched both as a kid. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that. that and you had Nick that, at
1: Night, which had, which was so the, cool because it introduced you to things, wholesome things from like yeah, way back in the day. Um, like I mean, it, it's essentially like your like your your kid watching what you watched growing up. Like when you would watch Nick at night, it was like that was the stuff that your parents watched. When they were kids and, and,
0: and I, I liked like, it. I don't you understand know why CBS needs to CBS. And like, here's the thing. I watch the CW, right? They watch all the, all the arrow shows on the CW. Why the fuck is that not on the CBS all access app? Like bring it in house, man. Disney figured it out. Disney cracked the code. And they were like, fuck, why are we letting star Wars off on Netflix and Marvel's over here? And Disney's over on Disney channel. Like, hold on. We own all this shit. Let's put it out and people will pay for it.
1: Yeah, and and you've I already got CBS... CBS All Access is already out there. Like, just add the content, man. And that's—I mean—I've yeah. been talking about this a lot recently. Like I was talking about the last time we we, <laughs> we did a show. I talked about the movie Vibes and how I, you know, it was hard to find anywhere. And and I just—I don't understand. I don't understand why. Because here's a movie that I believe is phenomenal. It's fun. It's I mean, I can quote it, um, you know, because I'm a Mary Sue when it comes to movies and quoting them and knowing every fucking line from start to finish, but whatever. Um.
0: (laughs) You can't spell Star Trek without start.
1: Um, Anyway. (laughs) Or um, wreck. (laughs) Anyway. um, But that's the thought on my in my head is like, here's this movie that, you know, didn't do very well as far as I know when it came out uh you the only place you could find is on DVD at Amazon and it's i'm pretty sure owned by Sony like it's some small sub you know subsidiary of of Sony and it's like I don't understand this it would it would like literally take a coder less than 10 minutes and it's probably not even a gig of data to just put it out there and there and then there would be something you could like potentially be making money on that people could potentially rent and then go, oh my God, how did I miss this fucking gem and buy? You know what
0: I spent 20 minutes watching the other day with Disney Plus did? You know what I spent 20 minutes watching? The first 20 minutes of The Black Hole. Can I tell you something about The Black Hole? I remember The Black Hole when I was a kid as being awesome. You know, it had those two little floating robots that were like R2-D2. One was all beat up and one was in good shape. The Black Hole sucks balls. It's terrible. It's a piece of shit. It's really, (laughs) it's really very bad. And I remembered when I was a kid, like every time it was on, I was like, holy shit, the Black Hole is on. We should watch that. And I was like, nope, nope. Um, I also watched... Uh, now, this is an interesting thing. You'll love this. So it's such a backwards way to get into this this franchise. But my eight-year-old, again, um, had been watching the animated Tron series on Disney+, Plus. which if you haven't watched, the only thing disappointing about it is that it doesn't have a clear end. Like they, it, it was clear they intended to do another season, and they were canceled. Um but the show is remarkable. The show is really, really very good. Maybe, in my opinion, the best thing in all of Tron is this wow. is this show that no is this show that no one watched. Um, it's really deep. It, there are no human characters in it. It's all just the programs. Oh um, wow! And and it's it's really good. And it's done in this very strange, blocky, part CG, part hand drawn animated style. That's 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 really also it's it's weird, but also like strangely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's called uh, I think Tron Uprising and so he was watching that because way back in the day I had gotten like four episodes on iTunes and he just seen those over and over again so when Disney Plus came out he saw this he saw those four and I said well you know there was a movie about this called Tron Legacy he was like what there's a movie I was like yeah it's got half of these characters are in the movie and plus it's about this this human character that comes in he's he like oh my so I showed him Tron Legacy and he watched it over and over again like the way that you remember when you were a kid you'd watch a movie and I remember when back to the future came out on, on VHS I would just watch it rewind it and and watched it it again again. oh
1: yeah no like
0: and he did it over and over and over again so I said hey and now you don't even even have to
1: worry about wearing out the fucking tape man you know
0: so I so I said to him I, I said you know there was there was a day that my older son was off doing something I was like it was just me and him and I was like hey um, I don't, I'm not that into watching this because I've watched it a few times, and it's you know it's it's really old. It's very dated. It's very from the 1980s when I grew up, and it's not gonna seem as as cool to you. I don't know. It's Matt, the original it's Tron, awesome. and he, he he goes he goes he goes he goes he goes. There's an original Tron. I said yeah, it's like Tron one, and you gotta kind of accept that like. It's not going to look like the one that you just watched. Like the one that you just watched is not going to be as blingy and
1: flint. It's not. It's it's not going to. It's
0: not. It's not going to seem real the way that the new one does. It's like it's it's you're you're going to clearly see what's animated and what's not. And you know, both my kids, because of what I do, is are are fairly savvy about movie making. Even my eight year old is fairly savvy about movie making and stuff. Um, dude, can I tell you, he has not watched Tron Legacy since I showed him the first Tron. He just watches the first Tron over and over Yeah,
1: because it's better.
0: Um, I don't know if it's better. I was trying to watch it and it was, there was a level of campiness and cheesiness to it. But for an eight year old, he, I think he liked that better. I think, I think really, I think, first of all, I think Tron Legacy is unfairly maligned. And I think that it is kind of a beautiful film in its own right. Um, I love. I mean, I don't hate it.
1: I'm just saying it's uh, no Tron.
0: I think it is the trauma. I, I can say that I love the character of Old Flynn, like like of Old Flynn do. who's been trapped in there forever. Um, I just love the gravity of it and the, and the philosophy behind it. Um, and Jeff Bridges in that role of Old Flynn is just like like, like 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 it's digital jazz, man. Like I just I, I dig it so much. Um, <laughs> there's a real charm to the original trauma. It's not. It's it's two different things. It's absolutely two different things. And and. It's a great thing about having kids that I got to see through the eyes of my kid what I originally appreciated about Tron. Because now, mm-hmm. like on my own, I'm like, I'm like they're fucking throwing frisbees around. It's clearly frisbees, dude. Um, show
1: him the last he Starfighter. Is, He'll fucking love that shit.
0: So I did not show him the last stif- Starfighter. Instead, the other day, so so you understand how my house works. Um, my kids wake up at six thirty in the morning every day, uh. and on the weekend we're like, no, sir. And so we always give him. <laughs> we always. We always <laughs> We all no, give them. A, we give them a, mo- a that's movie to fucking watch. Hysterical. So, so we 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 we, we gave them uh, last weekend. We gave them Flight of the Navigator. Oh, it's another
1: beautiful one. I love Flight of the Navigator. It's oh fucking great. Oh my gosh,
0: he was so ex- he was he, when I woke up at nine. That was one of the ones. That was
1: up. one of the things when I saw it on Disney Plus. I was like, oh. <gasps>
0: so, but then my older one goes. My older one, who's savvy, and he goes. Well, first of all, I know that you told me that's Pee Wee Herman. And I kind of hear that. But it more sounds like the robot from Star Tours. I said fuck that's Paul Rubens too, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same guy. Yep. Um, um, yeah, uh, so I'm Last just Star-
1: saying like they, think- they they really do hold up like they I, I know that you uh, have this hang up, but I really think it's kind of just you. No,
0: no, no, no. I don't have this hang up with 80s movies. That's the thing. There's a, there's a, Tron is weird because it does, like, you just have to accept it's a weird looking film and the compositing isn't very good. Um, but it has its own beauty to it. It's just like, you know, it's one of those films where I, I applaud, I applaud what they were able to do. You, 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 I watch Tron and I kind of go, good for them. No, you did well, guys. You did well. But the 80s, um, not CGI stuff, the 80s model stuff, I actually I have the hang up for Star Trek because it all looks like like fake to me. But the eighties model stuff, like The Last Starfighter, um, or even like the old Battlestar Galactica TV. I was TV gonna say show. you
1: realize the last uh, Starfighter was actually the very first movie that was all CG ever. A
0: CG. Is it CG?
1: Yeah. The, it is really? the birth of CG is that film. I I what
0: I don't know if that's true.
1: I know that it's I, true because I watched it on the Blu Ray that I have. Yeah, but of course they want to say that. Hold on, I want to No, see the they're last ta- no, star- they're talking about the fact that that was part of how they sold the movie. They were like, "Listen, we can make all this space stuff and make it look like r- like real, like with a computer and stuff. Like, and at the time it was it was fucking cutting edge." Like so people had done I, 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 like a shot here or there, but never. So
0: I, I'm going to argue with you. Okay. And I'm going to say this. <laughs> um, and I'm going to say that and I'm going to pull it right out of your wheelhouse and you're going to go, holy shit, that's right. Ready? Mm. Because The Last Starfighter, it's not all CGI. It has some CGI scenes and an impressive CGI scene, right? Yeah. It came out in 1984. Star Trek 2 came out in 1982 and it has the Genesis sequence which is frankly awesome. okay it doesn't change anything you said first and I'm saying Star Trek 2 the first all is...
1: like any there are no model shots so that's the point I'm making to you you were saying
0: oh there are no model shots no in that movie? There are no like once they're in space it's all CGI
1: yes. That's what I'm saying. Oh,
0: okay, okay. I, 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 I'd give that a rewatch. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna rewatch it. You know why? Because when my kids wake up at 6.30 tomorrow morning, you They're know what gonna I'm going to have set up it. for them?
1: <laughs> I'm going to have
0: set up The Last Starfighter for them. They're going to um, fucking
1: love it, man. It's going to be so awesome. And, 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 and it's a good story. one I think, a, I think actually, one, of your, one of your kids in particular, from one I know of him, I feel like he's going to start being, like because I know he's into video games already.
0: Oh, he's seen it. He's seen it. Oh, my uh, so, older son? Oh, he's seen it. He's it. Yeah. So
1: he's already like, oh, man. like I just got to well, play this game. Well, that's his vibe, game, right? But that's gonna,
0: the... There's, so I was talking like she would patient, be that guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was talking to a patient at um at my work. I work in healthcare, and I was talking to a patient specifically about the genre that my kid likes best. So I go, yeah, he likes Ready Player One, and he loves the Ready Player One movie, and he likes Tron and Tron Legacy, and he was a big fan of the Matrix. And then I stopped and I said, oh, he's a big fan of things where people get pulled into video games. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, he, he loves the idea of like, oh, your c- brain gets connected. I guess that's cyberpunk, right? Isn't that the definition of sort cyberpunk? Sort of. Well,
1: and it's the idea of being, of because being, especially if you're good at video games like I was, or am <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I'll take you on a Miss Pac-Man. I will. I will brutalize you on Miss Pac-Man.
1: You've you've said, will... but I've yet to see it. I remember we tried I... at, at Awesome Con, and uh, you you weren't as impressive as I expected you to be. Frankly, it's got to be it's got to be speedy, Miss Pac-Man. And yeah, but... you said it was like oh, there's too much other stuff happening in the room no you no no, a, no no
0: no. it's not that there was too it's not you that there a bunch was too of much excuses stuff there happening
1: there was something wrong there with are the cabinet. there are all right so there listen <laughs> there are there are
0: two versions of miss Pac-man there are two versions of miss pac-man one is the original version of miss Pac-Man where she moves at the regular rate and one is speedy miss pacman and they are equally prevalent out there in the world they're like they're it's a clear 50 50 split but it is it it is a different gaming experience between the two. Why do I know this? Because I have, as you know, um, I have a sit-down arcade game in my house and both of them are on it. And I always play the speedy. I've always played the speedy when I was growing up. And so I am I am not practiced and not that good at the original Miss Pac-Man. Now I've started because I got this remarkably like ridiculously high score on on Speedy Miss Pac-Man that I tried for a month and a half to beat, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm never gonna have a game that good again." Um, like, <laughs> never gonna like, get oh, to that done again. W- Damn it. <laughs> I, I I won I won my Super Bowl I'm done so I've actually started playing the original Miss Pac Man to go okay let's see what this is like and it's it's a totally different gaming experience it's it's a good one I'm enjoying it I'm getting I better, know, I believe I know, you
1: like I yeah I know like, exactly I, I what claim you mean. I
0: claim no dominance on the original like just I, the, I mean it's just me like
1: on. for me like there like and it's but it's particularly with games like Twitch games like like miss pac-man um like there's a game that i um i play uh that's uh you would love i think picks the cat if you have never played it it's um it's very old school arcadey um you have to like crack open all the eggs and hike all the little duckings like like in snake um and get them all out and it can get it gets very fast very quick and turns into a whole thing um and it the difference would be like to the point where when I play so much on one TV, I was always playing in the bedroom, and then when I started playing on the TV out in the living room, I was just not as good at it, and it was frustrating as all hell. Like I don't, under, I don't understand, man. Like it's the exact same game, it's the, you know what I mean, but it's just it's mm-hmm. that that even that difference when it's something like that when it gets into your muscle memory in a very specific way. Um, then you wind up being off, and when it, in, in games like that, when you're off by just a little bit, it makes a huge difference. Like I, I, there, there's yeah, this other game absolutely. that probably nobody's ever played because I play a lot. I love um, like music games, like Rock Band and stuff like that. And um, and there's one called like Sonic, I think is what it's called. <laughs> I don't even know the name of the game. I just play it constantly. Um, but it's like you hit buttons for different musical notes um, within a song, and it's ridiculously hard. Like Mister <laughs> Mister A will watch me in fascination.
0: Is it, it? Is it? Do you like things that are ridiculously hard? I do. Is it like? Yeah, I like it when it's ridi- Like when it's semi-hard, it's not as good. Right. When it's ridiculously hard? That's, that's, that's
1: what how I really like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculously hard. I just love that.
0: Um, I mean, it's 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 almost worthy of ridicule, hence the word ridiculous, and yet its hardness makes it it so much better so
1: much better um but in any (laughs) case all um dick jokes aside uh, (laughs) i like that's another game though where if i go to a different tv or i you know am exhausted or something it's like I think at one point I said I was really, really exhausted. And then sometimes it helps me to like play that kind of a game to just zone out. You know how it is. You know, both you and I have like brains. Right. Um, And I was just like sucking at it. I was like, God, is it is this what it's like when you play? I get why you don't like it
0: and he just like laughed at me I was you know like, what game i have I, I actually tried i actually tried Fortnite. yeah um it's fun you know what um i don't know if i would ever play it on my own but my um my eight-year-old uh is really into it my and my middle schooler is sort of into it and we have um for christmas because it was on sale like really cheap we got a second xbox um so we could essentially, so we could play it together. Yeah. So I could be on one team, and and then we actually put on headsets. And it, I'm really pissed off that games don't have split screen anymore. And Fortnite just introduced split screen, but like not for their most popular part of the game. Borderlands is, like-
1: is one of my is one of my favorite games of all time, and it has absolutely has co split screen co op.
0: Yeah, well, and that's what like like I have um Tony Hawk's uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I think it's 3 or what, like whatever I have for the original and like you have to go back and forth. And I would kill for a for a split screen version of that where you can just be next to each other the way you used to for like when it used to be on like the old like PlayStation 2 or mm-hmm. whatever. And and you just can't split screen Yeah, it's it it's it's, it's, it's
1: almost yeah, it's almost impossible to find co- like because me and Mr. like I love to play with Mr. A and, I mean, we do have two of both systems, so, like, we could be, in, but I don't want to play, I, like, there's something about sitting next to each other and conversing yeah. that's just, even if you're in the same household, it's just, it's just better. Like, and so Diablo 4, I'm um, sorry, 3, Um, 4 is about to come out. Um, Diablo 3 is another really good one for that. Um, because you both played. I remember
0: the last Halo. The last Halo game didn't have split screen anymore. Yeah, and I was like, "What and the fuck?" Like,
1: um, but you, I, I remember. I, had, I can't Borderlands tell what, three, I, dude. It's a. It's funny. Um, it's a first-person shooter, and it's like a big fun loot grab type situation, and I think you guys would. Uh, would enjoy playing that and it has it has split screen as does basically diablo i like to think of even though it's a good isometric view um it's basically a fantasy version of the same game loop right like it's
0: like well, and give kill uh, give give Fort, give fortnite a try it's, it's I, you know what piece. It
1: actually is so funny that you say i did because of christmas um on, on the ps4 it's
0: i mean it you nothing to try right but there was amazing, like by a by package of, we have, like well, can, can, gift can pack we just, can we just stop can we just stop for a second we live in paradise it's oh, I know. Free. It's an amazing game, and it's fucking free. I know. And my kids are always like, "Can we buy stuff?" And like, you don't even need better stuff to play. It's just stuff to like look cooler. It doesn't change the gameplay mm. at all. Although, it doesn't make you what any about better.
1: like I, I? What I noticed was like that uh, that immediately um, upset me was uh i was a dude and i and i saw women on the the thing and i'm like where the where, where are the chicks at how do i be a chick
0: there's and- something that you're missing then because my 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 son is a black woman which is a sentence that i never thought i would say <laughs> um, but that's, that's but what like that was my understanding he like, like yeah because i was yeah, like i, I want to play as a you.
1: chick i don't want to be
0: yeah
1: um i don't want to be a dude like except
0: except now he's like a ring wraith demon type thing with kylo ren's lightsaber because that's the thing you can get
1: um, uh, yeah, sure. Like those kinds uh, of skins uh,
0: are fun. But but here's the thing: while it looks cool, it doesn't change the gameplay right, at all. It's you not like one of these games, Because yeah. like, mm-hmm. there are these games where, like, in order to play, they're like it's free, but if you don't want to die every five seconds, yeah,
1: like or the and yeah the microtransaction like- you to death. Yeah, yeah, I hate
0: that. Um, shit. so so it's a it's a it, I I really dug it. Anyway, hey, listen, we've we've talked about God, like when I do my synopsis for the show, like I just have I love this show because I can just put in keywords. Like you mentioned all the keywords for the show. Oh my yeah, I know. There's tons of
1: them. Fortnite, Borderlands, Borderlands uh, Diablo.
0: Um, but seriously, dude, wh- you
1: guys like Borderlands had like they and, and over Halloween they had like a special event, and it was so awesome. You had um you met up with um so you basically have different character classes um and they had their characters so you have to pick a character you don't build one um but they have like their own skill sets and and their own names and like in one of the games i think it was actually the last one one of them was um and uh, zero as a number um it was really fun. They, it, i think you would dig the comedy of the series but also you have like Like, in the the most recent one, there's a chick, and she's a gunner, and she has, like, a big mech. That's, like, her special ability, and it's fucking sweet. Um, And then there's another one that's, like, basically a, I don't know, a beast master. And he's, like, a robot and can control creatures and stuff and sick them on the enemies. So it's really cool to be able to play um, co-op on the couch together and pick like two complimentary classes and, and like have some strategy and that kind of stuff. But like and yeah, they have they have stuff over the holidays and so they had for um and it's free. Like just events. And so for Halloween <laughs> they had and it was awesome. You met the character that gave you the quest <laughs> was like some kind of Velociraptor alien thing right. named Maurice. And he was there <laughs> to study uh He's from another dimension, there to study humans, <laughs> or um, our our dimension, and you basically have to get a bunch of ghosts that are inhabiting the inhab- people, and you kill them and kill the ghosts, and then you open the hole to heck, and you go right. to heck, <laughs> and you have to fight the baddies there, and, and it's fucking funny. Like, and there's puzzles, like- and... <laughs> I think you'd love it.
0: Before we jump onto short tracks, can I ask you: Are you up to date on the Arrowverse? No,
1: not. I've just no. I'm watching other stuff because I cause so I got got to sort because I'm had, not up to with that and Flash.
0: So you have I'm not even, been you've not, you not been keeping up on 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 Crisis on Infinite on Crisis and Infinite Earths. So you're not watching it right now.
1: No, and it's because uh, I'll tell you why I stopped I, I stopped watching when he and Felicity were no more. I was very upset by that. I thought she was being very unreasonable, and that pissed me off. And I, and it kind of made me stop.
0: Well, of course, but that's the thing, right? It's always will they, won't they? Because they, they, they're gonna be again. I, and but they're I, not hate, be but again, I hate, but I hate that. I know. Like you it's, don't it's, it's, need it. it. There's enough. Moonlighting was thirty years ago. We get it. Yeah, like we get. There was a
1: time when it didn't work out. Okay, but like, it's bones was so how can many I, seasons?
0: Can I, like, can I spoil? Can I spoil a major thing that happened on Crisis?
1: Wow, no. Why is it no, like all right, necessary? Because right,
0: like, because because I just watched it and I wanted to talk about it so much. It's just one scene that's a really cool scene that doesn't spoil anything about the shows, but it's the coolest scene ever, and I want to spoil the scene because okay. I want to talk to you about it. All can right. I spoil it for you? Fine. Fine. All right. S- Look, like, skip ahead four to five minutes because we'll only talk about this. So in Crisis of Infinite Earths, the basic idea is they're jumping from... I've told you about this before it came at, Like, they're jumping between Earths. There's a big thing that's destroying every Earth in the multiverse, right? Mm. So um, so Earth 66 is Batman 66. And I actually had Burt Ward looking up at the sky going, going. Holy end of the world, Batman! And then it like, and it's really Burt Ward. He's a he's a larger, older man now, but he's looked at. It's clearly him. And then That's they awesome. have uh, Earth eighty nine shows. Uh, Robert Wall, who is uh, who is Alexander Knox from the first Batman in Gotham City, he looks up and goes, goes, oh, what are we gonna do now? And the bat signal goes on. And then that Earth is completely destroyed
1: oh wow and
0: and and uh, on earth you know eventually all the earth are destroyed because that's part of the, the, the show. if you've ever read the comics Christ, that's sort of the idea and then how do you deal with that and what happens next um, they revisit Smallville. I don't know if you've watched Smallville.
1: I, I did not know it was a
0: phenomenon, though. Um, so so they do revisit um, They, they do revisit Smallville did they do, at one did point. They, in did it.
1: they revisit Lois and Clark? Because that I did watch. I loved that.
0: They did not revisit Lois and Clark, um, but they did have the guy who played Clark in Smallville and Lois in Smallville there as their, their own characters in that they appear for a scene. That's cool. So the one thing I didn't think that they were going to do is at one point Flash runs into the into the speed force and he runs into Flash from the current iteration of Justice League. Who that guy's like a movie star. Yeah. Like he's also like he's also Dumbledore's brother in in Fantastic Beasts. Like he's he's like 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 he's in there and he's all done up in the Zack Snyder like you know armory. You know how his costume yeah. in the in Justice League was all like armor and it's him with the and I, I I thought like when they when they you know the flash on TV came before him. Yeah, and they made him they're like, Why are you just doing flash on TV? Why are you just making a movie of him? So they appear and they're they're in a scene together. And he looks at him and he goes, I like your costume. It looks so flexible and comfortable and like it really breathes. <laughs> and, and Barry Barry from the show looks at him and goes, Yeah, but yours is so cool and it looks so safe. Like, it looks like really like it would be safe to wear. And they're like enjoying each other's costumes and stuff. <laughs> he goes, he goes, they both go, I'm Beria. How are you Beria? <laughs> and funny. I was so excited by that scene. I got I'm getting goosebumps talking about that scene because it's, it's what I wanted them to do. That suddenly they just acknowledged that, that in the multiverse, the, the current justice league, the bat justice league exists. And, under the right circumstances not only could they but now they have interacted with the TV DC universe because there's a multiverse right and I thought it was such a not only a cool choice but kind like, of finally a some choice. level of
1: acknowledgement
0: you know like, like to, to go yeah not only are we all one universe but because there's a multiverse we can they can do their own thing in the movies and we can do the own, th- our own thing here because it's firmly established in the DC canon that there's a multiverse yeah so that happened like that happened like 4 days ago read an article today that said you know the the trailer for Morbius the living vampire came out and i'm a big fan of morbius from from the old days from like 1970s 1980s marvel comics and Morbius is a is essentially a dude who's dying, and he uses a vampire bat to heal himself. He becomes super powerful with basically the abilities of a vampire. But he's also he was a super villain, and then he became a superhero, and that's what he is. So at the end of the Morbius trailer, like the big stinger, you know, they always have to have the stinger at the end of the trailer. They show Michael Keaton in his role from Spider-Man: Homecoming, which is so interesting hmm. because the Morbius trailer is not part of the MCU because Morbius is part of of Sony Sony's license that Sony has for Spider-Man characters in Marvel. And yet the whole story of the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming is that he was screwed over by Tony Stark. But mm-hmm. here he is in the end of the Morbius trailer. So we're talking about the the article was talking about what the future for Spider-Man could be. And they essentially said what you kind of would need to do is the next you know the the current Marvel Sony deal is that Spider-Man can appear in two more you know, MCU movies and the MCU can appear in two more Spider-Man movies, of which Spider-Man Far From Home was one and that there's one more. And so I th- they they talked about what that might mean and they said, well, that they, they postulated, this is just an article, but it postulated the idea mm-hmm. that That in the next Spider-Man movie, you have a Marvel character who's in it, but at the end of it, or maybe even midway, Spider-Man gets pulled into an alternate universe where the Marvel Cinematic Universe has not existed. And of course, after Into the Mm. Spider-Verse, a multiverse in Spider-Man is firmly established. Oh yeah. And they talk about, they in Spider-Man Far From Home, they talk about the multiverse a lot and as a, of, as a matter of fact, Marvel the new Doctor Strange movie coming out in two years is called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So they're really dealing with the this multiverse idea is what's next in Marvel and you could use that to pull Spider-Man out so he can go have Spider-Man adventures for Sony to make money and then occasionally Marvel can go we need to get the kid and Doctor Strange goes I'll open this portal and then you You pull him in, and he goes, I got to go back to my world, and then he goes back at the end. And so like, you could kind of have him jump between. The the question then becomes, how does the Sony Spider-Verse compete with Marvel? And they said, we have it on good authority, high authority, that the four-year plan for Spider-Man includes another Spider-Man movie in two years where he gets pulled into a multiverse. And the two years after that, Spider-Man has his... Avengers movie, which is Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland all as Spider-Man.
1: Now that sounds and fucking I, cool. I
0: shat my pants.
1: I bagged you I was like, and I just in my pants. I was, I was <laughs> like, like,
0: I was like, I was like, oh Oh, I want that! Oh, I want that so much! Yeah, like, because I didn't dig the Spider, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies, but I dug him as yeah. Spider Man. Agreed. And
1: and I and, and I loved Toby, the Tobey Maguire ones.
0: Yeah, but he was his own thing, and Tom Holland is my favorite Spider Man. Um, of course. He but is. they all had value to what they did. They all did different things. They're very different. Peter Parker, very different Spider Man. You put them together, and 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 plus. My favorite thing about Spider-Man is just him fucking swinging around the city. I think that's the one thing that both Spider-Man Three and Venom failed to give me was like when they were doing Spider-Man Three. What I wanted was Dark Spider-Man and regular Spider-Man swinging around and doing swingy spider stuff in 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 New York. That's what I wanted. It was the roller coaster ride of like they're swinging, another guy swinging, and they're like like that's what I wanted, and I never got that. Three Spider-Men swinging around. Holy shit. <laughs> Like, that's all I want in the world. That's like a roller coaster. I want to I, I 40X that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, I never quite got that. Like, someone who could swing like Spider-Man, like, you got that in fucking Man of Steel, right? For for, for good or ill, Man of Steel said, okay, here's another guy. He's as good, like, Zod can move, uh, Michael Shannon Zod uh, can move, like, Henry Cavill's Superman, and so mm-hmm. what do you do? They they can all jump around and bash into things, and yes, they can murder millions of people and yeah, not they care. Can just but
1: battle across the city, you know. But but
0: but I want across the, buildings I want the, and
1: smashing each other into buildings like their walls and yeah. Yeah,
0: but I but I want that, but not with smashing. I want that with swinging. I want that like yeah. one spider guy is chasing another spider guy around the Empire State Building, and they're like swinging around. Like I never got that, and holy shit, did I realize I want that? And that would be. <laughs> So cool, Sony. Make it happen. Um, okay, let's jump on Star listen. Trek.
1: Yeah, we need to. Hey, we're back to our old like, this is like a throwback, man. Like, because we, yeah. we don't, we're we don't talk about Star Trek actually, until what <laughs> we're gonna do a
0: season of Star Trek really quick for you. We are um, Star Trek. Star Trek Short Tracks uh, Season 2 airing between 2019 and 2020. But uh, you are going to have to wait just three days to hear what's next. Yes, we are going to be releasing another episode of Trek Off in just three days from now. So today is one eighteen of 2020, and by midweek, you're going to be getting a second episode that's even longer than this one, where we go through all of Season 2 of Short Tracks. So don't worry about it. We are going to give you more Trek Off than you can even handle coming into, that's right, next week, this next weekend, is Picard. Picard is finally out, and we're going to be able to review it. And we're going to do all that for you. But for now, my name is Justin. <laughs> my name is Alexia. Trekov. Off. Trekov, off, bitches. Just one more reminder before you go to go to Totally Super on wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Whatever you're listening to this on, search for Totally Super and hear me and Arthur review every superhero movie ever made. It's an awesome show. I think you'll love it. Okay, thanks for listening.